What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ion Motive. This is your first time checking this out. Thanks for joining. If you are returning, thank you as well. Hope you're enjoying this, this podcast, this video, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience with therapy. Specifically, I did cognitive behavioral therapy, which I'm just going to refer to as CBT for short from now on. And I want to talk about this for, for two reasons. One, I think a lot of the times people see therapy, uh, it kind of has a negative connotation at times. People are hesitant to go to therapy. I know looking back to my struggles last year, I definitely was, even though it might have been a good thing to check out. And I want to talk about my experience because it was a very positive one and encourage anybody who, who needs it to reach out to a therapist. And the second reason I want to talk about this is because cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, the things it teaches, the things it is trying to do aligns with a lot of what I'm trying to talk about right now. So I was doing some research about, about CBT uh, to familiarize myself with it before I talked about what it was in this episode. And it blew me away how similar it was to the things I have already talked about. And it was kind of this full circle thing for me. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this is where a lot of the, this whole ion motive thing started. And maybe this is where a lot of the ideas I have now came from. So that was just pretty awesome to see. So I'm like super, I'm super excited to talk about it for, for that reason as well. I'm going to start by talking about what CBT is. CBT is used to demonstrate how influential, how important, how impactful your thinking is in everyday life, which is already what I love talking about, right? Your thoughts determine your reality. And I'll elaborate more on that as I get further into this episode. But just for now, understand that CBT is heavily centered on thinking, um, how your thoughts affect everything and things like that. It's a much more directive form of therapy. It's, um, it's short, it's a short term version of therapy. It tends to have a certain number of sessions with a goal of actually accomplishing something, which again, I'll talk about later in this episode, um, for how it, my personal goal, what, what, what my personal goal was. The relationship between the client and the therapist is also very important in CBT. I definitely remember this. I was super comfortable talking to my therapist. Unfortunately, I do not remember her name, but I remember having a strong relationship with her, feeling comfortable and confident talking to her about things that were bothering me. These next two things were some of my favorite things I learned from the article. And I'll make sure to put the link to that down in the description and the footnotes below. But CBT uses both the Socratic method and foundations and principles of Stoicism. So in case you don't know what the Socratic method is, it was a method of questions uh, used by Socrates. And his whole goal was to ask you a question and then a question based off of your answer that you gave until you got to a truth, until you learned something new or learned something that you might have already known and the Socratic method was a way you could uncover it. So very, very basic uh, scenario. So let's just say 
I'm sad. Okay, well, why are you sad? Well, because of X. Well, how did X happen? And then it just goes on and on and on until you get down to the core of something deeper. And Stoicism is a form of philosophy um, started in ancient Greece and Rome. I'm pretty sure it was Zeno who founded the school of Stoicism. And the basic principle, one of the basic principles of Stoicism is that problems don't happen to you. The problem is how you view it, how you view the situation, what you think of it. And if you take away the negative thoughts about it, then you take away the problem. So it's heavily focused on this idea of mindset, on changing your way of thinking to at least few things in a more neutral manner or even a positive manner. And lastly, to talk about what CBT is, uh, another fact from the article, it's an educational form of therapy. So its goal is to help you learn new things and unlearn bad things, replace old bad habits, old bad ways of thinking with new good ones. To add on to this, homework is a part of CBT. I definitely remember doing my homework, which I'll talk about later. Kind of crazy, but um, in order to accomplish the goal CBT is trying to reach for the specific client, it needs to have, there needs to be work outside of the sessions because oftentimes the sessions are limited to an hour a week, whatever it is. And in order to reach that end goal faster, homework is utilized. Now that I've covered what CBT is, I'm going to talk about my experience with cognitive behavioral therapy. I went to therapy when I was either nine or 10. So I had to have been in third or fourth grade. And I went for a couple of reasons. My anxiety and OCD was really bad at that time, particularly about two things. One, I hated thunderstorms. I mean, I couldn't stand them. It got to the point where if I knew there was a chance of rain, I wouldn't want to go outside. I wouldn't want to go over to a friend's house because I might not have, because I would not have been home in case of a bad storm. I literally remember going to the principal's office to ride out a storm when it was really bad, going into a place where, or a room where there wasn't many windows, kind of relaxing in there, taking a break because it was so bad for me. I got so anxious when I was in class and I saw that it was raining and that it was storming outside. And it wasn't so much that I was afraid of thunderstorms, but I was afraid that they would evolve into something worse, like a tornado, something that could be deadly and very dangerous. And I think that kind of goes into the second thing I was extremely anxious about, which was the world ending in 2012. Remember that Mayan calendar thing where it was prophesized that everything was going to end, right? Obviously completely irrational, completely based off of a calendar ending, something like that. But um, that, that scared me. And I remember being terrified and having a hard time accepting or trying to understand that that wasn't going to happen. I would ask my parents questions like, hey, do you think it's going to happen? Well, what if, but what if you're wrong? Blah, blah, blah. And this would go on and on and on. And the constant reassurance was not helping me. I obviously had a very bad thought pattern in my head that I could not get rid of by myself. I also remember being not ashamed, but I guess afraid to tell kids in my class, my friends that I was going to see a therapist at the time. I remember telling them, 
that I was just going to see the doctor for my weekly checkup and it was just something I had to do all the time. So now to get into the actual therapy itself, the first thing I remember is how comfortable I was around my therapist. Unfortunately, like I said, I do not remember her name. Uh, she was a young woman. She, I'm assuming she just graduated from University of Michigan because the therapy center, I'm not really sure what I should call that, was located in Ann Arbor. But I remember how kind she was, how comfortable I was to talk to her. And I definitely remember her using the Socratic method and actually asking me about the things I was feeling and testing me, figuring out why I was thinking the things I was and just challenging those thoughts. One thing I do remember, I don't remember a lot of the specific days, but I remember one day in particular going to therapy, I felt awful. I don't know if it was storming. I don't know if for whatever reason my anxiety was just kind of out of control that day. But I remember going into therapy and telling her, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk today. I just feel terrible. And sometimes we'd play basketball and I just she had a little mini hoop in, uh, in our office. And I told her, Hey, can we just play basketball today and relax? It's just not a good day for me. And she said, it's days like this that we need to talk often when we're at our worst, when we feel the worst. These are the days where we can take big steps to feel better. And we did, and it ended up being one of those good days where I felt a lot better after I left. I remember having at least one homework assignment. So the homework assignment was, so she, my therapist, she created a worst case scenario of if 2012 actually happened. She wrote down all these terrible events about my family and my friends dying. So it was something along the lines of, I'm just chilling in my house, relaxing, and it gets split in two by an earthquake. My sisters fall in the hole, and I never see them again. Me, my mom, and my dad go running, try to get to the car when it's crushed by a giant meteor. Uh, so we're obviously, we can't do that. So we have to run. We're running for our lives. We get to a field, and there's tornadoes. My dad gets sucked up, and I never see him again. He gets killed. And then it's just me and my mom. She eventually gets taken out by some crazy natural disaster type thing. And then I finally die when I suffocate to death under a rock. Something completely crazy, reverse psychology type shit like that. But what I had to do was go home and read it over and over and over and over until I just kind of got used to it until I realized the irrationale in my way of thinking. And I remember in particular one time reading it at the dinner table in front of my family and I started laughing the very first time I read it out loud to them. But then as I got further down into the worst parts towards the end, I started sobbing. I started breaking down because it was really, really hard for me and it sucked. But over time, that didn't happen. It just got to a point where it did not affect me anymore. Unfortunately, I don't really remember much more than this. I don't remember the end. But I remember when 2012 came around, two or three years later, I wasn't scared. It was kind of funny seeing the date. I remember now, December 21st, 2012, and it was no bother. It did not affect me at all. Um, and I was no longer afraid of, I'm no longer afraid of thunderstorms. I actually love thunderstorms. I love the rain. It's funny because they're peaceful to me and they're this thing that often relaxes me. 
watching a storm come in, watching dark clouds, seeing thunder and lightning, things like that. I find it very peaceful and I love it. So overall, this experience with therapy was very positive. I mean, with the help of my therapist, my mindset, my way of thinking went from uncontrollable, constant negativity to a much more neutral and even positive mindset. I changed with her help, my parents' help, with my family's help. Uh, my mindset shifted from this constant negative pattern to a much more happy, much more rational, much more livable mindset. The second reason I wanted to talk about my experience with CBT is because of how relevant it is to the things I'm talking about today. Like I said, when I was doing the research for CBT, it was hilarious to me how much of it was relevant to the things in my episodes, the things I post about. And I just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally the kickstart point. This is where it all happened. This is where this mindset was born, this this calling, this purpose, whatever, you know. I want to emphasize how important thinking is to your life. Your thinking, your mindset literally determines your reality, right? There's the saying mind over matter. It's not about the problem, the actual issue. It's about your mind, how you're viewing it. One of my favorite pieces, one of my favorite quotes from the article, it said, when you have a problem and you think you have a problem, you actually have two. The problem itself and the way you view it. That's nuts. So if you take away your view of the problem, there's no issue at all. I love that so much. Honestly, I think my one goal with this platform is to positively affect people's minds, to shift their mindset, because I think if I can do that, then the rest of it will just fall into place. I think everything starts in the mind, and from there, you can do whatever you want. Another thing I love learning about was creating new good habits and using those to replace the negative bad ones or you're just unlearning the bad ones in general. But oftentimes, in order to get rid of a bad habit, it's it's hard to just do, to just cut yourself off from some negative thing you're doing, no matter what it is. The way to stop that habit is to replace it with a better one. I was reading a book on... And there, there was a lady who was stressed. And every time she was stressed, she would drink a glass of wine. And she didn't actually address the problem. And that kind of just suppressed the issue. And then over time, she just became more stressed, more stressed, more stressed. And then it turned into turned from one glass of wine into two to three, four, and so on and so on. So this lady ended up going to either a doctor or a therapist, maybe a physical trainer. I can't even remember. But they recommended instead of going for that glass of wine every time you're stressed, replacing it with some form of exercise. And it turns out she loves jump roping. So every time she felt stressed, she would jump rope instead of drinking her glass of wine. And this jump roping had the same effect. It relieved her stress, but in a much more positive manner and in a positive light. If you take away one thing from this episode, let it be this. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, OCD, depression, no matter what it is, it is okay and it's helpful to see a therapist. I can truthfully say this because going to therapy helped me so much, still has long-term effects, helps me in my ways of thinking today. I recently listened to a podcast with a 
I believe she was 92 years old. She was a Holocaust survivor. And she said the opposite of depression is expression. We need to talk about our feelings. We need to talk about our problems because a lot of times if we just keep them in our head, keep them in our heads, it's going to be very difficult to maintain. It's hard to solve the problem yourself. So take this. Therapy is awesome. It's super helpful. I mean, think about it like this. You go to the doctors when you're sick, right? You go get treatment when you're ill, whether you have a sore throat or the flu or something worse. You go to a medical professional. You seek help. Why don't we do the same thing with the mental illness? Or just for anybody who's struggling with everyday life issues, go seek professional help. It's so helpful. And I'm so thankful I did. I'm so thankful my parents forced me to do that. Didn't force me, but they put put me in it and it helps so much. So please take this. Therapy is helpful. That's all I've got for you on this Ion Motive episode. Thanks for checking out Ion Motive episode number eight. If you've been enjoying these episodes, please make sure to subscribe so you get notified when they first come out, whether you're listening to this on podcasts or you're watching it on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed it. hope this provided you with some value. hope it taught you something or just provided you with a new perspective. Until next time, remember the Ion Motive. Live a charged life. <laughs>